0: Welcome to Down to Business, your go-to podcast for the ins and outs of sales, the secrets of online advertising, and the uncensored journey of life and entrepreneurship in a never changing world. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of avoiding shiny object syndrome, the importance of consistency, and how to mentally prepare to be able to keep this consistency. So make sure to stick around and let's get down to business. So today, I wanted to talk about consistency and shiny object syndrome and why people keep starting new businesses from scratch. And then they complain that they can't find one business that actually works. So yeah, I just wanted to start by asking you this, like, how important is it for you To start a business that is the latest trending thing. Let's talk like AI, for example. Everyone wants to do something with AI now. How important is it to hop on a trend to start a new business versus doing some old, boring thing, but being very consistent? Because I had this issue when I was starting. I was like, oh, my God, if I'm going to start something that is outdated. I'm not going to get clients or I'm not going to sell. I'm going to be a failure. I need to get on this new thing because this new thing is what's working now. And then the new thing changes all the time. What's new now is not new in a year and so on. So you're always trying to catch up. Um, and then I I kind of realized that it's not as important as being consistent on doing something because if you are, you're going to get better. But but yeah, what, what are your thoughts on this before we, we dive deeper?
1: yeah so i've seen this firsthand where people can you hear me oh yeah you can can hear me right yeah so i've seen this firsthand where people will try and jump on a trend uh thinking that they're going to make millions and millions and millions starting a business let's say for example in open ai or ai with chat gbt and other things the problem is there's a limited amount of time before the bubble bursts now i'm not saying that this type of industry won't last long term i'm saying it's going to go through like a dot-com phase where people start businesses very short they ride the wave for a few months, maybe a year, then it crashes, and then you're back to zero again. So you get short form of income, but long term it's not great. So I'd be very careful, like running after these shiny objects. You want to start a business when you know in an industry where not everyone's all oh, stop because you got to think if if if. A hundred thousand other entrepreneurs are thinking about starting a business in that business it's not a good business because you're going to have more people serving the business instead of the demand for the business so you're going to have more people offering the service less people wanting the service because everyone's trying to offer it that's the way i look at it i've seen it firsthand you know with crypto in 2021 i knew a lot of people that wanted to get into the crypto sell nfts you know have their coin they tried it at the end and they got you know shifted bad
0: you know, a funny thing that i remember now that you've mentioned that the crypto boom and the nft boom i remember i was really surprised at a time with this business model and i think i told you about this already because mm. everyone was starting an nft project remember i think it was 2021 or something everyone was starting an nft project everyone was making discord servers to get like uh community interaction and rewards for the pre-sales and whatnot and and i heard someone talk about this how they met a guy that was doing literally 100k a month with an agency that all they did was set up discord servers for the nfts for the guys that wanted to start NFTs. so basically there was a gold rush and this is the the same old analogy from the gold rush back in the 19th century there was a gold rush but you don't try to go and dig up gold you try and go sell shovels because everyone's already looking for gold. So why not just sell shovels to everyone that is looking for gold? And that's the kind of the same analogy. I remember this guy making 100K a month doing Discord servers for people that wanted to start NFTs. That's all he did. He just did Discord servers for NFTs. And it's kind of crazy because with the trend, exactly as you were saying, the trend was super saturated. Most of these NFT projects all probably went bust it wasn't enough for everyone and people who invested in them probably went bust as well but oh well um mm-hmm. and this guy was making a killing selling NF selling just discords discord servers for the nfts so and he was consistent with that too because he was already doing service before but yeah basically another thing i wanted to ask you is like if you are starting a new business all the time are you really going to get good at it? Because how can you get good at a business if you're starting a new one all the time? And that's something that people don't think about, I think. Because how are you going to be good at ecom if you do it for a year or a few months, and then you go do SMMa, and then you go do crypto, and then you go do something else? Right? I mean, how how is the, people don't factor that in? I think you got to to be successful. You got to be good at what you do, at least a little bit. How are you going to learn something if you're starting something from scratch all the time? And I think just by being consistent, you immediately get a lead on on a lot of other people because a lot of other people aren't consistent. If you are, you get better than them. So you will get a leg up on them. Uh, yeah. So I think that's one of the advantages of, of consistency. Yeah. Do you have any any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it's like back to what you were saying. If you're bunny hopping to business to business, trying to find the business that's trending to try and capitalize on it, you'll never be satisfied. It's like you trying to invest in the latest stock that's going to try and rocket. You know, you buy one stock, it doesn't rocket, but you see another stock rocket in the same industry, then you're going to buy different stocks. It's just a mess. It doesn't matter how you apply this mindset. If you apply the bunny, you know, the bunny rabbit mindset to everything, you're never going to find success. You know, I always tell people, do one business until you've made $100,000 in profit doing it. Do not think about doing anything else. If you've got conviction in that business and you feel like it has got you know benefit in terms of you making income and other people are making money doing it, then there's no excuse for you to be bunny hopping.
0: Yeah. That's like now thinking for for anyone who might be listening, how can we set up a framework that can help them? And I think there's an idea like um, let's say you decide on one of the main business models that are being popularized to do online should you or should you not set yourself a rule like until i make this amount of money or until i test this many products or until i do this x times i am not allowed to do something else i think that's 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 an important one like when i started when i decided to do youtube i i I agreed with myself that i would do 100 youtube videos and only then would I allow myself to quit. I would not allow myself to quit before a 100 because I wouldn't be able to tell if it's worth it or if I like it or not. Would you say that with most popular business models that are being popularized online, you're able to make $100,000 in, in profit or sales? Like, Would that be a rule that we could tell people to set like first do hundred K on whatever it is that you choose. And then you're allowed to do something else if you want to.
1: Well, that's the rule that I applied for myself when I started drop shipping and because I saw other the people making money doing it. And because, you know, look at the market capitalization, there's so many people buying products online. It only made sense. You know, the ones that I would say from the get go straight away that I know that are going to make money is affiliate marketing, drop shipping, SMMA, marketing agencies, these ones are household names that you can make $100,000 in profit. And they're the ones that, you know, choose one that matches. And the thing is, it's the business that matches you as a person more. If you're more of an introvert, you're not going to want to start a marketing business because you're not going to want to speak to clients. You know that's why i enjoyed doing uh, drop shipping because i didn't really want to speak to people i wanted to just get my head down and do the work so drop shipping was good i didn't have to speak to people apart from suppliers but i'm not getting on calls with them i'm not setting expectations with them so choose the business model that suits you the best and suits the way you are the best
0: yeah that's good it's a good point because a lot of people don't choose a business model that matches their personality and then they burn out very fast But yeah, but being consistent. So choose your business model and say, I am not allowed to switch until I make $100,000 in profit. And you can make $100,000 in profit and then say, yeah, this was very hard. Or I feel like crap, I want to give up. And then give up, go do something else. But you've done it enough to be able to tell if you like it or not. Because people don't do that. They do it for three days and then they say, nope, I don't like this. How do you know? You just... You did it for three days, right? Or or maybe less. It might be
1: worth starting a journal, man. A lot of people have journals. I did when I first started. I had to have a journal and just keep writing down what I did on the day or weekly journals, and then you write isn't within the week what you've done or the daily journal just to see. Because you know what, when you're a beginner, because you're not going to see money, because you're not going to see growth straight away. If you don't write in a journal, then your mind will not realize you're growing because you've got nothing to show for like money or social media followers or clients or whatever it may be. But if you're writing in your journal and you've got 30 pages, which is equals one day per per page. If you've got that written, you can physically look at that and say, look, I am, I am achieving something because every day I've written in my journal, things that I've done in, t- in my business.
0: Yeah. That's a very good point. It's like, a physical way of showing how close you are getting with even that sometimes it's very hard to see how close you are getting. Remember there's a really nice image that comes to mind where there's like a miner and then it says like you never know how close you are to your goals and he's like giving up and if he literally hits the wall again he would find the diamonds that he was looking for but because he gives up he dies or he loses just before he's about to achieve it and people sometimes give up and they don't realize that they might
1: be giving up like
0: literally one day before their success, you never know.
1: The problem with most people when they start is they Mm -hmm. look at only two metrics, which is money and what else comes with money clients. If you're doing marketing agency sales, if you're doing e-com. So if you only use those two metrics, then you're going to demotivate yourself very quickly because the truth is you're not going to see those two metrics, maybe for time for some decent time.
0: Yeah. Or profit even i remember when i started he come like i felt like i was progressing just because i made a few more sales in my store afterwards compared to the one before none of them were profitable but like okay like this time i made 10 sales the last time i only made two you know it's just getting there it felt like it was getting better and it, it is sometimes people don't give themselves enough credit because it is and eventually it just clicks and you're able to to do it but yeah, I think people need to be more consistent with with the business models that they choose. Yeah. So, there was something else that actually came to mind that I wanted to share with you and get your thoughts on because now I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Consistency is very important, but if you're blindly consistent, sometimes you get stuck. And what I mean is you repeat the same process but you don't see that you're making mistakes and just for the sake of consistency, you continue to do it blindly again and again and again, just for the sake of consistency. And I got a sentence, I think this is from Gandhi that I heard, that is very interesting. Gandhi had a big protest scheduled um, that was going to be nationwide it was going to this was during the time of the fight for uh, the indian independence the independence of india from british domain and gandhi had a big protest and just the day before the protest like everyone was ready like i, I was assuming thousands of people were coming everything ready and the night before the day before he says i'm not going to do it because i don't believe that this protest is the right thing to do and then the guy says, but how can you do that? Like you, everything is ready. It's a massive thing. We've been preparing for this for so long. And then Gandhi says, my commitment is to truth, not to consistency. So I am not going to do it just to be consistent if I don't believe that this is the right thing to do. And balancing this is not easy because... People sometimes think that they know enough to give up, but they don't. And sometimes they think that they just have to continue, but they're making mistakes. So what would be your advice to walk this line between the two problems? Like being cons- blindly consistent versus uh, thinking that you already know the business model, even though you've done nothing and you give up and you're not consistent at all.
1: I think have a real ex- realistic <clears throat> Expectation on what's needed to be done. So let's say I want to start an econ business, but I want to achieve a hundred thousand dollars in my first year, which is a realistic, um, uh, you know, goal. in I'm on about revenue, by the way. um Then I've got to look at what works needed to be done in terms of what do I need to do on a daily basis, and look at other people that have done that, you know, hundred thousand dollars, and then think and work backwards from that. Because the, well, the, the last thing that you want to do is just blindly carry on. And follow a track that isn't the right track, but you'd be like you don't want to you don't want to be on a train track into basically a dead end, which is like you being on the wrong track of being consistent, which is going to lead you to no, no lead you to nothing. So you need to have some form of realistic train track, which is actually going to get you to where you want to get. And the best way of doing that is working backwards from the initial goal that you want to make, so a hundred thousand dollars in a year. Work backwards from that. And like I said, use somebody or use somebody that you know, or somebody that they know, or somebody online that's done it. And if they've documented their success journey, then, you know, you can look at what they did and use it as a framework to do so.
0: Journaling might be useful as well, right? Cause if you're journaling, you can come back and you can see what mistakes you've been making and you can fix them. It's important that if you fail, you don't repeat the same process. I think that's one important thing. If you're failing. The next time you try, you need to do something different. Something, right? You can't just keep failing and keep doing the same thing. There's got to be a process that you follow that will allow you to change something because you can't repeat the same mistakes, right?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. And you know, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different outcome, right?
0: Exactly. You know, I had someone, this makes me remember, I had one guy once on a consultation call. This happened once that he said he tested like an enormous amount of products, like a hundred products. The guy tested like a hundred products and he never saw a winner product. I was like, no one ever told me that no one that has never happened. And then I started asking him questions and he's spending 50 euros per product. (laughs) I was like, so he spent 50 euros per product test. He tested 100 products. He didn't find a winning product because, you know, he never gave any product a chance of actually making sales because he spent so little. But that's the thing. If you are if you test 100 products, something is wrong. You can't com- continue to do the same thing over and over and expect a different outcome. You've got to be proactive and be uh, have an active mindset about what you're doing. Identify what you're doing. If it didn't work, do it. Like, do it again, but change a small bit here and there. Continue to change, continue to change. Eventually, it hits. But you've got to set yourself a minimum that you're going to do. 100,000 in sales or uh, at least get 20 clients, whatever it is. Set up a milestone and stick to it. But yeah, that was was my idea on this. Uh, Anything else you want to share on this?
1: No, I think this has been covered pretty well to be honest with you.
0: Alrighty, so that will be our episode for this week. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you on the next one.